Peace. Welcome to Mind Stillness, spirituality for the average person just trying to do the life thing better. Today, Laura and Shui bring you a conscious conversation to bring that mindfulness to mind stillness. Anything from understanding ourselves and our family of origin to where we're going in this life. Let's be here together without overthinking this. When our mind is still, we'll find the truth. Um, but the other thing is, um, a couple, I guess it was maybe like a month ago or maybe longer, he and I were an ecstatic dance and like towards the end, it was one of the like slower wind down songs. We just sat and did eye contact for, I don't know. You know, when you get lost in eye contact. Yeah, when you do it, it's like, has it been an hour or 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was a long, it felt like a long time, but not uncomfortable by any means for me. Cause I can, I can do it for a long time. Um, and afterwards I was like, you've come, come back to us. You're an ancient soul. And he was like, really? And I was like, a hundred percent. Like we were both crying and it was beautiful. And I was like, so just keep, you know, sharing your, your gifts with us. This, um, this, I don't know how long you've been returning to us, but <laughs> you're ancient for sure. Um, but yeah, so telling your story, but also identifying your story and not being too attached to it um, from yeah. our family origin, from our experience that we've had in this lifetime, from the deja vu events we get from our past lifetimes. You know, it's, it's interesting. Um, yeah, to kind of, to own that. Um, so, yeah, and that all goes into our self-image. We create our self-image based on our stories, right? Yeah, and which stories you want to repeat and amplify. And I feel like that's a really key point is like telling stories without the attachment to it. And of course it takes time to get to that space, but also realize like that's somewhat, if there's a goal, there's a goal to be able to tell a story without this attachment and re-manifesting this story into reality just in a really shitty sequel version you know like they should have stopped making rocky like 10 movies ago right <laughs> yeah we get it was great it was great like let's just let it be there but in in that ways you know all jokes aside i feel like that's something especially in the social media age of healing that needs to be actually addressed and called out is like hey you know a story is a story it's your choice if you want to let it define you, right? You could tell the story of a character or you can, you want to, you don't have to sign up for the role and act it out. Like you, you don't need to do that. You know, it's, it is not necessary. And that's one thing I feel like it's all on the process, right? That's on the process of learning the story. So you could tell it without attachment, but the whole thing to realize like, Hey, you can move through this and, and move on. Right. It's not like, Oh, I'm telling the story and I've been going through it. Cause I feel like, there is this necessity of like purging where you do have to re relive it and people do try to avoid that but then you relive it and then you have the choice to like okay let me let me purge it it's like almost like, like the thing of a thing like about, i had a really powerful rape ceremony uh, like hape ceremony and like the guy was talking to me because i was doing i you know he blew it in and then something came to me because they were they're like that's another thing these these venues are like they really are yoga places right you know they have their altars to like shiva and ganesha and all this stuff right so i was like mm -hmm. okay i'm next to shiva and ganesha so i need to do 
Um, I need to do my do these mantras. I need to do this one nine times, and I need to do this other one. Some just came to me, and they were like singing. And then after I finished the ninth time, he also was like, "What about Olympia?" Which means clean, right? Yeah. It was the end of it, and then it was just like this. I threw up that, right? But he was mm -hmm. like, "Dude, it felt like that was for the whole circle. Mm -hmm. It just came through you for that." But the whole thing is I feel like a lot of people, they have the throw up and they're like, oh, I don't want people to see it. And they swallow it back. Ugh. I know it's disgusting, <laughs> but like, right. Just like let it out and then cover it with ash and then move forward. And I'd be like, bro, do you see I, I threw up, man? You wouldn't you see that was insane. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like I feel like there's a whole lot of that versus like, OK, this happened. It was cleansed. Now let me move forward and I can tell the story without attachment. Right. And yeah. I feel like that is so important because also for people to be aware of that there is also a um, honestly like a, I don't even want to know you can say type of coaching or types of different things that create codependency within the structures. When you look for a healer, it's like to get someone in this weird wounded to make like a codependent relationship yeah. with like a life coach or with something like that to then have a, re a repeating client. Like it's a whole thing where if you're like really good at what you do, like it's kind of like doctors, right? It's like the online in version of yeah. of like big pharma right the whole thing is like the disease is the cause the companies that are polluting the air and all this stuff and poisoning our food are the same ones that sell you the pill for when people get cancer or heart or heart yep. disease right they don't want to you know break their cash cow we could fix it like it's going to happen like i have no worries that we're going to fix the planet like it's going yeah. to happen it's just how far is this going to go and just to be aware that yes it's coming right look at all the movies yeah. right <clears throat> look, look at all the movies it's it's truly dark as before dawn it ain't really even that dark yet right and so the whole thing is like to be aware of this dynamic that happens and to kind of see it and to understand that you're gonna want not even to like i will say honestly work with someone right because that's one of the biggest things that separates extremely successful people from just the people saying it is mentorship, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you yeah. really like look at someone that you look up to in your life that, or even someone you listen to on a high, high level that has millions or billions of followers, there's probably like a 98 to 99% chance that they still have someone that they work with. Like yeah. Tony Robbins has a coach. Yep. I don't know who he is. It's probably some, <laughs> yeah, but like, he has a coach. Tom Bilyeu has a coach. You know, Oprah Winfrey probably works with a coach, right? Yeah. Deepak Chopra works with someone, right? Like mm -hmm. these people, they they have. There's some type of thing where we're that we're we're if we're really in this together, we're climbing and we're helping each other up. And then sometimes like, oh, cool, I helped you up. Let go of that hand and then let them go, right? Mm -hmm. Give them the skills, and that's one the thing that like, especially when I'm choosing. Uh, like spiritual schools or someone I'll listen to, I determine if I'm going to listen to them by the quality of, of, of what their students look like, right? Are their students carbon copies that are like, oh my God, this person's so amazing? Or do they embody this? And they're like, yo, this person became a master themselves through this yeah. teacher. So this teacher is super good because that was something I was also talking about when I was like, when you look at some teachers, what they do, they're like, are they serve as the channel of energy, which people then get addicted to and they don't learn how to then become the channel themselves. Like in reality, you've kind of seen this within uh, like within Osho, right? Or even within, um, what's his name? Um, it starts with the G, but he, uh, Gurdjieff, right? Where he was, they were like so great at what they did, but they didn't, 
create any other masters. They just create people who are obsessed with their guru. Right. Right. And it didn't and so, go so well. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't go and it didn't go so well for either of them, right? Because the energy it always it always has its own it response, right? But that's one thing when it gets into whoever you choose or whatever teacher you choose or even what knowledge in any type of sense outside of the spiritual sense, but technically everything's spiritual, right? But yeah. with any way, start to look to see not how much you could get lost and drunk in that energy exchange between, but see how much other people or even yourself are able to actually take these things, implement them in your life. And then what do you become along the way for you then for it to realize the guru, the one who brings the darkness to the light is yourself. Yeah, you are your own guru. Yes, definitely. I am I'm all for that. And um, anyone or any coach or any online master that tells you any different run away from them. Yeah, definitely. Um, let that be our public service announcement of the day. Um, you are definitely capable of being your own guru. Um, don't listen to anyone who tells you any different for sure. Thank you for joining another episode of Mind Stillness with Sensei Shui and Laura Beth. We're so glad you're here. If you're looking for more ways to connect with us, you can find us on Patreon and you can also find us on Instagram under Mind Stillness. That's M-N-D-S-T-I-L-L-N-S. If you have any questions about our show notes or you'd like more information, feel free to email us directly at mindstillness at gmail.com. M-N-D-S-T-I-L-L-N-S at gmail.com. Stay blessed. We'll see you next time.